0: hello and welcome you're listening to big fish small pod i'm andrew weirdall here with you today tonight this afternoon this evening or maybe it is your morning but what i'm here to talk with you about today it really doesn't matter what time i'm talking to you at if you're anything like me You just have Jazz stuck in your head at this point in the 2022 season. It really, like, feels like it's worth it to go to a game to see Jazz at the very least. Something that I've noticed in his swing is that he's very, like, in the dance with the pitcher. Um jesus sanchez is also like really in like a similar space with that you'll like notice the way like i'm noticing it maybe more in jesus sanchez just because of how much more he seems to have developed as an athlete this year and how he is just like bouncier and springier in the box um even just between pitches like loosening up um and jazz like is also that type of like dynamic athlete with really like Insane like kind of just like twitch reactions we've seen him take just like pitches deep that got on him very fast and he had to like redirect it with a lot of power To get it far and away like it's like Byron Buxton like with that like 469 foot walk-off home run we see kind of where the ceiling is in the sport of baseball and it's like you know like at like the The top of the stadium is kind of where the ceiling is, and um, some players can really like hit it there, uh, to, like your Byron Buxton, like your Jazz Chisholm Jr. And it doesn't feel like a stretch or a lot to say at all that what we're seeing now is like Jazz becoming this. Batter that other teams have to like make a focal point of their just like inning like that's like a guy you want to maybe work around you don't want to give him like a pitch to hit it like forces that extra degree of concentration and by getting to the point where other teams are thinking about you you're taking attention away from other players like avi garcia and like jorge soler Maybe, like, less so Jorge Soler specifically, just that guy has seen the most pitches on the team. So, maybe I'm better suited to talk about Jesus Aguilar or Garrett Cooper or any of those other batters that haven't, like, quite, quite gotten it going yet that need, like, maybe some matchups where, like, Jazz forces the lefty pitcher and... Solaire benefits and Aguilar benefits or whoever's near him in the lineup can get like a good like shot with a platoon advantage what we're really seeing is Jazz kind of just floating to the top of that offense that like consideration of like who are the Marlins and who are we about to face at home or on the road what you see is like a real lineup anchor, and Jazz is becoming one along with Jesus Sanchez, putting, like, the Marlins in a really interesting position where they can use those two strong lefties to really, like, lengthen the lineup and get those later favorable matchups for their more supplemental hitters. It feels like they haven't had better positional players since you know, before Bruce Sherman, um, it really, like, takes you back to your, like, Yellich and Stanton, and your, like, I don't know, like, Hanley Ramirez before that, like, the type of incredibly talented baseball player that is also great at, like, the actual act of hitting is rare in the history for the Marlins. Now, like we are seeing a team that has taken, like, a more, like, professional hitting direction. Like, what we're seeing with Joey Wendell is that next step towards a cricket player with his, like, poor contact overall as far as, like, barrels are concerned. But he's been able to, like, make sure he's not getting out and keep the play alive and keep that bat alive and get a ball to hit. And I mean, I'm recording this after a three-run home run that essentially won the game for Miami against the Nationals. Oh, that bullshit deep out to center. He's not like stepping in and being your like world-beating hitter the way you're like Jazz and Jesus are threatening. What we're seeing is a solid, supplemental player, bringing it every day. John Bernie's also feeling like a player who's there. Miguel Rojas, his numbers like haven't quite aligned yet this season, is also like maybe needing a couple of like sharpenings towards that specific skill set of like kind of like single get on base, avoid the out, keep the lineup moving along to go with about like depending who you ask, like, four other hitters on the team with, like, Aguilar, Cooper, Anderson, Avi, Soler, De La Cruz, as your, like, real, like, supplemental batting core, and some of that is heating up. Avi Garcia and Jorge Soler both have, like, some of the hardest hit balls in Major League Baseball this year, so you know the fitness is there. It's just a matter of getting that swing in line um, and like Avi Garcia really like just hasn't had it quite together this year so we still see like a high caliber athlete just if he's the professional hitter we all expect him to be he'll be making those adjustments to get on the ball and like crushing the ball not in the way like one of your like kind of cricket players really would more in the way of You're just straight-up basher. So what we're seeing is a Marlins offense about to make a couple of, like, radars blip. You can't sleep through the lineup anymore if you're going to face Miami. So today, April 27th, the Marlins are playing the Nationals again. It's Pablo Lopez against Eric Fetty with a 7.05 Eastern time start in Washington DC. So for the podcast, I've been Andrew Wardell. This has been Big Fish Small Pod. I'll be back with you on Friday. Talk with you then.